0: Hey there. I'm Megan McCluskey, and you're listening to The Intersection, SEI's new podcast. Why did we choose The Intersection as the name? Because at SEI, we focus on driving change where investments and technology intersect. We also like to tell the stories of the people who help us drive that change at SEI in the industry and in the community, and we're excited to bring you those candid conversations. Our very first guest is our CFO, Dennis McGonigal. Dennis has been at SEI since 1985, helping guide us through our evolution in various global events. He's sitting down with SEI's Head of Global Communications, Leslie Wojcik, to discuss some timely topics. He's sharing his thoughts on the resiliency of our workforce, challenges he's faced as a leader during this time, and even what's surprised him over the past few months. Take a listen.
1: Dennis, thanks so much for taking the time today. I know you're incredibly busy. Um, So here we are. I can't believe I'm going to say this, a few months in to our remote work environment. And I have to say, um, even I myself am incredibly proud of the way that we as a company has seamlessly transitioned into this um, environment. What's hard to prepare for is leading people for this type of change. So I guess my, my first question for you is, um, what are the things that we did as a company to help prepare ourselves for, for a situation like this?
2: So first, I mean, i I'll just say I agree with you 100%. I am extremely proud of how everybody that I work with and kind of across the close to 4,000 employees, how everyone has responded to this almost immediate change in kind of how we operate. And that's been just a blessing to be a part of, actually, as a professional and as a, as a person. Uh, in terms of how we were able to move pretty quickly into this environment, and I should even put a put pretty in front of that word very quickly in this environment. I think it really starts with what we were just mentioned and both mentioned about people, that we have a very strong, innovative, team-oriented, client-centric, flexible culture. And without that, I think this would have been a much more challenging transition. I would point to our, our culture first, and I think that our culture has continued to serve us well, even though we're not all all together in the same physical space. See, secondly, we have an enormously talented workforce that to the extent there were new things to be learned for us to implement in this environment, you know, our workforce is you know, very responsive to that. So getting up to speed on you know, what needs to be done and then putting an execution plan to get it done. And the preparation of our uh, technological talent and resources, our operational talent and resources, and then all of the teams that support them in their work it really helped us get from point A to point B very effectively. And then finally, I would say uh, preparation that while we might bemoan over the course of years, our business continuity planning exercises and our disaster recovery uh, planning exercises and our tabletop exercises and the things we do with uh, external organizations in disaster planning and resilience planning really served us well when it came time to implement. I really thank the employees over the years that have participated in those exercises and those activities because that really laid the foundation for us to accomplish what we've been able to accomplish. That and everybody's laptops being upgraded to Windows 10. I think that also helped. You know, the timing of that couldn't have, been, couldn't have been better. My own laptop included.
1: How has your leadership strategy shifted during the pandemic?
2: Probably, Hopefully not that much. I mean, hopefully I'm the same leader that I was two and a half months ago or three months ago. I would say that I've had to get more oriented and pay particular attention to the exactness of communicating and communications, as well as the planning of meetings and times to speak to different individuals that I work with. Uh, One of the things I really miss that as a leader you have to have had to adjust to is the informal interactions I would have with individuals around campus as you as you move around. And it's amazing how much you can get done in a quick two or three or four minute interaction with someone on the fly. And I find now that you have to plan for those two or three or four minute interactions and they generally turn into 20 or 30 minute interactions, which also is something you have to adjust to, which is the time, time element of engagement with others. And you wind up having to write more and certainly you have to, you know, pick up the phone and call more just so you, you, uh, you know, keep those touch points. But I would say that I've made adjustments, it's been much more on that front. And like all of us, it feels like we're doing our normal job plus the COVID 20%, I call it. Maybe for some of us, it's, it's the COVID 50%. So I think just adjusting and keeping a good balance between the things that we have to deal with relative to the situation we're in without losing sight of and not doing the things that are relevant to the long-term success of the company. That's a bit of a balancing act, but can't forget about the long-term here.
1: You have a lot of functional areas that fall under you, you know, from risk management to marketing. Um, Can you tell us about a specific challenge that you and your your team has faced in the last three months and how you've overcome that?
2: I think that I do have a lot of different groups that uh, work with me, ranging from revenue generating market oriented team to you know, infrastructure facilities if you, you know, draw the two ends of the spectrum and then everything in between so my my day is always a variety you know i always come into work and not know exactly how the day is going to play out because of the variety of areas that i'm involved in which is great that's that's one of the things i love about my job and i think in this environment it's going back to the other question it's making sure I have balance amongst all those, that they're all getting the attention that, you know, they need or deserve or, or warranted or at least are getting the touch points to, to know that uh, they're that I'm thinking about the work they're doing, you know, day in and day out. So that's maybe an adjustment. There's been a more ac- certainly more acute focus on workforce, workforce development type issues in this environment. There's focus on capturing the learning we're getting from this environment, uh, we are living one large experiment in how to work and in a new way to how to work. And so making sure we're attentive to what we're learning about that across the full spectrum of all the areas I have uh, as part of my responsibility set, sharing with each other, hopefully some of those those learnings. I'd say the biggest challenge has probably been coordinating some of the areas that have overlap or uh, connectivity. And when you can... Sit around a table in Oaks, it's very easy to do that, particularly if the people sit around you, but now you have to really plan for it and, and really keep your, your listening skills attuned to hearing what everyone's saying so that you make sure you connect those dots if they're not being connected uh, normally. But it's been fun in a way, you know, as crazy as that sounds, you know, it's been a, if a challenge is fun, this has been a lot of fun.
1: I've said repeatedly it's been a great learning experience, especially, you know, for me in my role, but it it really has been fun. Um, I couldn't agree more. Um, What are a couple of the things that have surprised you, whether it be about our company or even personally?
2: Well, I wouldn't say much has surprised me on the work front relative to how everyone has responded, because that's the SCI that I have always known, and they're the people I've always known. So whether we're dealing with the 0809 financial crisis and everything that was going on back then, or whether we're dealing with the latest blizzard of you know pick a year that we get hit with the blizzard and how people respond to that, or something like this, which none of us have ever experienced before, uh, that hasn't surprised me. But if I, I was if I'm surprised by anything, it is the frankly the lack of complaining. You know that every engagement seems. Almost every single one, people are upbeat, positive. You know, we're talking about work. Uh, nobody's bemoaning the situation they're in. Nobody's bemoaning the particular task at hand. It's more, you know, how do we you know, continue to work, make progress, and, and get through it in a as best way as possible? And I would say that's also true on the personal side. That you know, while there's you know the little little complaints here and there, and the things we miss, certainly miss uh, in life, and I would I don't know that I would call that complaining as much as it's a, an obvious reality. The situation that we do miss things you know, that we can't take advantage of today in our current situation, particularly seeing other people. But I would say that everybody—I think the little things that used to bug people are gone, are out the window. And hopefully, when we get through this, and we will get through this, and I feel like we're actually closer to that than we you know, may be hearing. I hope we don't forget that the little things, little annoyances in life, really aren't are just that. The big picture is what we should continue to you know, focus on. So that's been, I would say, a you know, pleasant part of the experience.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think positivity goes a really, really long way, not just for yourself, but for everyone else around you. If they're having a bad day, you know, positivity really, really, truly does go a long way.
2: Yeah, and humor. I think uh, you know the ability to to laugh even in times like these, and I don't mean kind of the most recent times of you know what's going on over the past three or four days, but just in in general day to day things that yeah, you can find humor in and uh, and share a laugh with somebody. I think really makes our makes you feel better. There's no, there's definitely you know there is science behind that that if you laugh you feel better. So I would suggest that people make sure you laugh every day, at yourself particularly, which is you know I. Probably find a lot of humor in my own behavior. I do every morning when I look at my hair in this environment where I can't get a haircut. It's very funny.
1: <laughs> you and Al,
2: right? Yeah, yep. I feel like I'm back to the 70s in high school.
1: <laughs> so we as a company, um, our workforce team, leverages Gallup Strengths. And your five strengths are Responsible, Learner, Intellection, Context, and Deliberative explains why I usually have to give you a lot of information before you give me an answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what are a few of your strengths that you've leaned on during the last three months, whether it be for yourself or for your team?
2: I think for the, and hopefully for the benefit of the company, I'm certainly learner in trying to make, you know, make sure I understand this virus as much as possible particularly you know, the elements of it that are impacting our ability to, to work kind of in the same physical space. And then what are different government agencies, you know, federal, state, local, other countries, you know, other other geographies with where SEI operates trying to stay attuned to all of their changing rules and regulations so that we can be in a position to best inform our workforce about our plans and our and our planning. As we make decisions going forward, I probably spend you know more time on that than I would certainly would like, or probably even needed to. But that's just a learner in me. Uh, Context is also always important, and that um, that I don't think I don't think that's you know probably all my strengths. I don't think I've leaned on any more than any other. I just think they're uh, they're all applicable in this environment. Uh, But context is as you as you know. And working with me, that I'm always interested in the context. What exactly is the context of you know, what what we're about to say or about to do? Or and then, you know, back to communication. You know, deliberative is probably more. You have to plan a little bit more. Plan your week out better. You, you make sure you can organize better. Make sure that you get the right people at the right time in conversations. But I would say all my strengths are probably in play as they're defined by Gallup. Weaknesses too, I'm sure.
1: So when we look forward, what are the opportunities that you see that, that excite you, whether, whether it be for us as a company, SEI, or you personally, professionally? I think for SEI,
2: the opportunities are as large and broad as they were when we got into this. You know, I think our business strategy has been really sound. You know, I think we're in a fortunate position that in some of – some of what we're trying to accomplish is taking longer than we would like but our conviction is only higher about what and where we think the opportunities are and our patience is ever present to let it play out and we are i would say in a in a position of uh, better momentum now than we were this time last year across all of our all of our businesses the unfortunate thing about the virus hitting when it did is is just that that our momentum was really picking up and this uh, hit it hit it a little bit in terms of slowing it down but I think as we've adjusted that momentum will start to accelerate again so I'm, I'm very very bullish on SEI and you've probably heard me say this in other presentations that I've never been more bullish about the company in its history or my history with the company at least that's you know, 35 years so we have much richer, deeper, stronger strategic assets to grow the company on, off of. I think if we continue to sustain and support and emphasize the innovative, collaborative, open nature and transparent nature of our culture and how we want to work together, we'll unleash the, the value of those assets more so than we have you know, over the past 10 years. And so, I'm very, very bullish, and I'm very excited to be a part of that for a long time, so that would probably speak to my future as well. Um, I'm not going anywhere, so you know why miss the fun when it's you know when we're just getting going
1: so before we move into our our last little bit, um I'm curious you know i I've had a lot of time to reflect in this remote environment. Um, what are you most grateful for? When you look at these last three months and everything that we've gone through as a world, um, what are you most grateful for?
2: Probably the obvious ones are certainly my family and not just my immediate family with my children and grandchild, but uh, my more extended family that you have less opportunity to see in this environment. So clearly that um, I'm Roman Catholic, so being away from mass is something I would I really miss and I'm looking forward to next Sunday when uh, we can get back to church and for those that may be maybe listening that aren't Roman Catholic or, or Catholic uh, I can't un- underestimate or tell you how how important the the mass is you know, for those of us that practice the faith so you know not being able to access that's been kind of a personal difficulty or personal issue but beyond that you know I mentioned this earlier that When it comes to work, I mean, I love the people I work with at SEI, and whether I work with them day in and day out, or whether I work with them, have worked with them over the years and don't work directly alongside of them anymore, or or just the people you you have a chance to meet, whether it's waiting for your sandwich in the cafeteria, that you just turn around to somebody and say hi and introduce yourself, or you're next to in the salad bar line, or you bump into at a happy hour. You know, I don't know what the future holds relative to our ability to get back 100 percent, but uh, that's clearly something that I miss. You know that the energy and, and uh, camaraderie that comes from that is hard to replace via WebEx or via Zoom as, as hard as you might try to, to do that. I love you know the virtual happy hours are you can have some laughs, but they're nothing like the real thing. I miss bartending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For those of you listening, Dennis and our and our leadership team often bartend at our company happy hours, and we get a kick out of it. Um, so this is our speed round, and it's called this or that. You can't think. You just have to answer. Okay. All right?
2: Okay. I can't uh, think. That's normal. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's normal. That's normal.
1: <laughs> um, coffee or tea?
2: Coffee.
1: Phone call or email. Phone call TV or book book sweet or salty sweet winter or summer winter the beach or mountains mountains I actually knew quite a few of those um, <laughs> before we go I know you love to read give us a good book recommendation
2: well it depends on the genre so I'll just I guess I'll talk a couple of books I've finished over the past couple of weeks, but one was um, about the first year and a half or so of London Great Britain under the 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 Blitz at the beginning of World War II. I think it's by Larson. Uh, it's essentially a comp- compilation of a number of diaries and personal papers that range from Winston Churchill to his daughter to some of the folks that surrounded Churchill during those times. So I thought it was a good read. I also finished a book that's the biography of St. Paul, written by a Anglican minister in the UK. That is an, you know, an individual whether are interested in it, biblically or historically, you know, certainly had it played a role in changing the changing the history of the world. Uh, but interesting book. And then on the fiction side, I got I've gotten hooked on these two authors that write these. One uh, writes about a, a Wyoming game warden. Authors named C.J. Box. And he just has these great, easy-read stories about this Wyoming game warden who gets himself in all kinds of uh, interesting situations. And then the other is about a, then another author. His name escapes me, but he writes about it. his character's name is Wolf that I know. And he, he's a small mountain, uh, skiing town in Colorado sheriff, and he gets himself into a lot of you know, interesting situations. So, but they're the they're the funner things I've been reading. Versus the more serious stuff, and then coronavirus all the time. I'm reading a lot about about that.
1: Well, thanks. You beefed up our uh, summer reading list, and I can <laughs> change that. I can supplement it to my what my kids have to read. All that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. I know you're. I know you're busy, and uh, I'm no.
2: Bu- I'm no busier than anyone else. Trust <laughs> me. This is not a. So I'll make sure that's clear. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm less busy because everybody else is does such a great job.
1: Well, you and the executive team have done an amazing job leading us through all of this change. And I know that there's a so many teams behind all of that that have supported our company and um, your support of our workforce. And I mean that collectively among uh, executive leadership. I mean, it's clear to us that you, you appreciate us. So thank you again.
2: Thank Um, you. Thanks for your comments.
1: And I do look forward to the day that we can chat in person.
2: Yeah, same here. Only if you get a haircut first. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I might, you know, I I might start parting it down the middle and go back to, you know, what I look like in 11th grade. (laughs) But that would be scary. I did that for my kids uh, last weekend. Came downstairs with my hair parted like that, and they just, they ran out of the house. That was worse than me coughing.
0: I hope there's photographic evidence of that.
2: No, absolutely none. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, Thank you very you much. Was fun.
0: Thanks for listening to our new podcast series. We're looking forward to featuring more guests and meaningful conversation. Until next time, stay well. And of course, we hope you'll meet us back at the intersection soon.